So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. I'm thrilled you're here. Welcome to this bonus episode. So if you are listening to this after... March, 2023. Don't worry. There's something in here for you, but this is to invite you to a live workshop that I'm putting on. I'm so excited. I haven't done anything like this in a really long time. I would absolutely love to share space with you. This event was inspired by a recent trip that I had to Guatemala with my family. I kind of briefly mentioned it on the show. So we usually like to go to Mexico. I love travel. I was a hu- I've been a big traveler um, and adventurer like in the States and in, you know abroad for a long time, pre and post booze. So I am an expert on knowing what my life was like when I was traveling in all sorts of different scenarios with and without my family beforehand and since then. And I can't tell you the dramatic shift in the experience of, you know, the biggest thing. Well, there's a few big things. The first thing is safety. I have to say that. And excuse me, I was just writing um, a bunch of emails to invite people to this workshop. So let me just tell you really quick. It's March, Tuesday, March 14th and 
March 21st, 2023 at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Register. And if you can't make it for you, we'll get the replay. And this is information that you absolutely want because our vacation time, our spring break, uh, summer's right around the corner. You want this to be the best time, right? You don't have to pay to play. So there is a dark side to alcohol, right? You are here. We are all here because there is a negative part to it, right? And I don't focus on that in my coaching and I don't really focus on that so much in the podcast because what I have found and what I know about mindset work is that when we focus on what's not working, it doesn't create the fuel that we need to inspire change and to look forward, to look forward to new possibility, right? And we don't have to pay for the past. And this is one of the biggest downfalls I feel like in the recovery community. And maybe that's just because of some of the, you know, there, there's some influences of like, you know, there is karma is really about, um, what, how we, how we, what we think is what we project, right? And that's what we get back. That's really what karma is. Karma is not about you're, you have to pay for your deeds, right? That's not what that's about. That's about if you're always looking on the negative side of things, your life is get your life is gonna life and the universe are gonna project that right back to you. You're gonna get what you ask for, no matter if it's positive or negative. So let's start to tell a better story, and that's the story that I choose to tell with alcohol because it's what I've seen really shifts us from that that social that socialized commentary that drinking is normal and quitting is bad like if i was going to put it in its most basic terms or like if you have to stop drinking something's wrong with you but if you've been listening to the show you know that it's not that at all it's an empowered choice right and that actually not drinking might not be quote unquote normal normal is just a regular occurrence but it's natural it is natural. It is the natural way you were born into this world. You weren't born into this world unaltered, right? That is based on conditioning, your need for conditioning based on the way that, you know, maybe um, your resilience and coping or things that it could have, that maybe circumstances that happened to you. So I digress. <clears throat> So I don't talk about that piece a lot because it's just not as useful, but but there is a neutral reality that you can come to, which is a lot of shitty stuff has happened when you're drinking and a lot of shitty stuff has happened after, and it's had a huge impact of negative consequences on your life. You're sleeping, your health, your relationships, your finances, your career choices, your confidence, your mental health, your anxiety, your depression, right? And then there are some other things, and I shared this in an email. If you're not on my newsletter, you definitely need to get on there so you can also get this, you know, be, (laughs) be in the know. Right. Um, but it's, has just as much value as the show does. There's, um, but like, I've done a lot of stuff that I feel terrible about ways that I've put my, my infant son in places that weren't safe, right. Ways that I couldn't take care of him. And I can't tell you the biggest impact that all my clients have is they're like, I'm ready for anything now there. I can take my children and myself to the emergency room at any time of the day. I can swim out in the ocean and help and rescue someone. I can organize a group in a natural disaster. I don't need to run for this crutch because I feel like I can't handle it. Um, I'll never forget just the silliest things happening, like going to a family reunion and joking around with my cousins and my uncle, um, about like, oh my gosh, like we have to hang out with like this other part of the family and like 
taking Xanax and like drinking. Um, and it was just so, it just wasn't true. Right. It was, it was just a narrative that I had fallen in a habit of. And then of course what happens is like, I'm out of alignment with my values and the way I want to show up to engage with everyone and to, to get to know everyone. Right. And so when we tell ourselves those narratives of like my in-laws or, you know, the kids are going to be home or whatever it is. And that's what we're going to talk about how to shift those narratives and the way you're viewing things and the, the shift between your intention and your expectation, which I just spoke of, but it's going to be in a practice. It's going to be examples and real practical applications that you're going to be able to take with you. And that is why I'm doing this bonus episode because I don't want you to miss it. And it also is going to help you reshape the narrative of your self-concept. When we show up in the same room with others who are wanting to create change, I work with conscious women who are evolving their their mindset and their self-concept and awakening outside of the box, outside of stigma, outside of old paradigms, right? So there, we live in this and whether it's, um, you know, like Catholic guilt, I don't know. And this isn't say, you know, I mean... I, this isn't saying anything wrong with Catholics. Like I grew up in a Catholic home and I, and I, you know, practice, um, a lot of teachings from that religion, but there is like this sense of like, we have to pay for the past and that narrative, because I've worked with people in recovery and 12 step communities who hold on to that so tight. And it's such a detriment to moving forward. It's just not useful. And frankly, it's just not true. You don't have to pay for the past. You get to decide what you want to do. And we work with emotional intimacy and emotional intelligence and learning how to become your own best advocate so that you can rewrite that story because I've had to forgive myself and move forward and, and, and know that the only way I can change the past is by changing the future, right? The only way I can have an impact on my family and help so that other people don't have to go through that, right? Like how did I get home last night? Right? Like most people have had that experience where they their memories are missing from the night before, right? And, you know, that might be hard to admit, but it's just the facts. And it happens to people that drink. Most people that drink, and especially as you get older, that f- tendency becomes more frequent. And the good news is, is like, you can have a blast alcohol-free because there's 99% of the rest of your experience, but your brain is only simply focused on what you're not doing. And so to take that shift of perspective, you have to learn how to take a step back. And that's what I am so excited to teach you. And so when you put yourself in that room, it's like, I'm unapologetically claiming that this is an empowered choice. And I can't tell you Everyone wants this. Everyone wants to drink less, whether or not they admit it. Regular drinkers all want to drink less. That's just the way it is. And I, that is, that is like my, I will live and die by that. So whether or not you are ready to say forever, because the F word is not part of my program, but most people that are here are really done and don't want to give alcohol any more of their time or their their attention. And that's really the point. It's like 
if we want to continue to root for alcohol and to justify alcohol, that also makes it much harder instead of let me focus on centering me and all of the reasons that I, all of the problems I think alcohol is solving for. And then alcohol just fades into the background is not even necessary anymore, right? When you learn how to do the other things on your own, alcohol becomes a moot point. So if you're holding on to that, there's like still so much space for growth. Then that's really how I see it. So the safety piece, um, respecting other cultures, respecting other people, you know, not just showing up a Mexico spring break, like you own the place, right? Like there's, there's, there's cultural implications of where we're traveling to different languages that we might want to be able to engage with other people in a way that feels, um, respectful and, you know, and, and like you're creating connections with different people, right? There's more money to spend on, on the excursions that you've planned on really enjoying amazing dinners or, um, you know, say you're, say you're going camping and you want to do some hiking and you want to do some kayaking and you want to do some adventures, but you're, you are so hungover and anxious the next day that you don't even trust yourself in a boat that has some waves. Like I've been there, I've been out on the river before and felt like, oh my gosh, this is like a little bit scary, right? Can I even swim to shore? Um, being present for the first memories of Emmett lost his first tooth on a water taxi on Valentine's day on Lake Atitlan in Guatemala. And he was so excited. The cool thing about it was it was the last boat or it wasn't the last boat. We had missed the last boat, the last public boat. And I, we didn't even know, we didn't even know there was like a last time for public boats. Had I been drinking, I, may have, you know, had a little bit more emotions about it. Like, oh my gosh, how are we going to get back? And then we rented a, pri- a private boat. There was a guy there ready to take us. And I am just, you know, I'm a little hesitant to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. Like I'm getting on a boat with a person that's like legit. Right. And of course we, I just, I was able to talk to him and I was able to tap into my intuition, my knowing so that I knew I was safe taking my little boy Um, So we're on this boat, just the three of us going back and it's like almost sunset and Emmett's been like wiggling his tooth this whole time and it comes out on the boat and we told the boat driver and he was all excited and um, Emmett will never, ever forget that. And I'll never forget that. And then of course the Guatemalan tooth fairy came and Emmett got like 20 quetzales in his little we brought his like little butterfly pouch for his, that I had bought him for when he starts losing his teeth. And, you know, it was just such a precious memory. And then because he was out of school, he had some extra, we were doing kind of homeschooling and he wrote a, um, a story about it called like last bus, first tooth or last boat, first tooth. And there were just so many memories of us going to ecstatic dance, Emmett having a cacao ceremony and playing with the other adults that were ex- at ecstatic dance. And then we, he made a friend in silence on the dance floor. And then he saw that guy at a cafe and, you know, he's, Emmett's like, um, trying to like deal, like he's like this gum dealer the whole time, making friends everywhere. He went and got Guatemala with chicle. Like he bought all these different flavors of chicle and everywhere he went, he was making friends with men in Chicle. And I was like, that's so smart. And everyone loved him for it. And he would like put out his display and, um, and it was just so endearing and so sweet. And those are the kind of things 
that don't stick around. Those are the kinds of things that we miss and seem dull or even seem annoying or put that away or why are you doing it? And then I had, you know, I didn't have all the patience in the world all the time, but I had so much patience for him to have his own experience, to be traveling in, uh, in, you know, internationally in a place where things are much different. Roads are cobblestone. There's dogs everywhere. There's, um, these little tuk-tuks everywhere. And, um, you know, they don't really speak the language. Emmett and Matthew don't really speak the language. And we're going to Spanish school and doing all these amazing things. So I have to be on my game to navigate that, to have the best time ever. And to also not just make it about me and to feel amazing enough to go to a women's circle. I went to this, the most beautiful, um, it was called the Yoni temple. It was this woman's circle. And then throughout the rest of my trip, I saw there was only probably like 12 of us there. I literally saw every single other person that was at that someplace else in in the town that we were staying in. And I made a connection with a sister on Instagram and it was very inspiring for me. And so I went to yoga a couple other times um, while I was on the lake, um, you know, by myself. And I got up early and I worked while I was there. I was able to do that because I wasn't checked out, right? There's just, there was no regrets. And then I wrote about this in my newsletter about our traveling home ended up being a three-day excursion because there was blocks, there was like these blockades from protesters. And so we had to take the water taxi to go get our shuttle and had to take like the back roads and Dramamine. And, um, and then our flight was late leaving Guatemala and running through security to LA. And then we had to fly over Portland because of a snowstorm and spend the night in Seattle. And we got back to Portland, the snow, the city was covered in snow, which never happens. And we were taxiing for like an hour and Emmett's throwing up like all of these things. And the thought that I had the entire time was it's all part of the adventure. This is the moment in front of me, right? This is what Michael Singer teaches so deeply. This is the moment in front of us, this moment, and then the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one. And if we're constantly altering it with the same vibration of alcohol, we miss on the subtlety of like this moment, painting the picture of your life, of your adventure. Like it doesn't matter if I'm sitting poolside or in kind of a shitty hotel at airport hotel in Seattle, Washington. It's like, they're just experiences that we get to have. And this is the experience of our life, right? So let it be an adventure. Come and join me. You do need to pre-register to receive the recording and to be there live. I would highly recommend being live because you're going to be able to be in the raffle. We're going to... Um, the second, the first, um, the first week is going to be a little bit more about the mindset work and kind of setting up the structure and understanding why things are the way they are. And then the second week is going to be more about embodiment and mindfulness and learning how to chill the F out, right? Because we, you need that. We all need that. So we're going to practice that together. Share this with someone who you know can use this. This is for those who identify as women, and I will be there. And you get we get to meet. It's going to be so awesome. So show up. Participation is not required. You can keep your video off. You can change your name on Zoom. But I highly recommend showing up like a badass because you are, and because this is an empowered choice for change. And people are making this change. It is the next phase of human evolution. And when we change the stigma around what it means to quit, we can give permission for others to do the same. So I can't wait to see you on Tuesday, the 14th, 2023 register. The link is in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com. And I'll see you there. 
Okay, ladies, so the fun does not have to end here. This is actually where it begins. It is time for you to take the next best step to start applying these tools and these principles into your life. And I have made it extremely seamless and super easy for you to get the support that you need in a one-on-one personalized setting so that I can really see specifically where you're at and that together we can create a personalized three-step strategy process that's in alignment with your intentions, your values, your lifestyle. And it gives you that one-on-one face time and space that you need to transform, to be seen, to be heard, and to be validated. So all you have to do is follow the link in the show notes or go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to pick your best time and date for your free one-on-one alignment session with me. I cannot wait to meet you and I'll see you soon.